listening to Phenomenology Club Radio. Hello and thank you for listening to this audio podcast. I am Buttress, the host of Phenomenology Club, which is an interactive online community of artists and thinkers centered around this content that I create and curate online for us to talk about which is why both our tagline for Phenomenology Club and the subtitle for this discussion series is Talk About It. Most of these uploads are originally streamed live on our YouTube page. If you're interested in interacting with those as they happen live, please go subscribe and turn on the notifications at youtube.com slash phenomenology club. And in general, to learn more about our club, what we do, and how you can become a member for only $1 a month, please visit our website at www.phenomenology.club. Thank you for listening. Stay trippy. Hello, everybody. Happy Sunday afternoon. It is 4.35 p.m. in New Jersey, where I am in spirit. I'm technically about 70 miles north in New York, but we're not going to talk about that. We're going to talk about something else because this is Talk About It, the podcast portion of our Phenomenology Club series. I call it a podcast even though these are technically YouTube live streams because, for one, in listening back to them, I think I do a pretty decent job at holding a conversation by myself for the most part, but then reading these comments back, um, I think it's a pretty good format. I'd be interested if anyone in the audience wants to share with me suggestions for how the format can be improved upon, or if you feel anything is missing. Um, what was I saying? Oh yeah, speaking of podcasts, a little bit of news, if any of you are talk about it enthusiasts. I'm going to be uploading these to this program or service called Anchor, I believe. If any of you know anything about podcasting, I would love to hear some input. But I've heard from a few people that Anchor is good, and the reason that I was going to upload these uh, conversations to Anchor is because it's free. Podcasting services are so expensive. People pay like 15 upwards of $15 a month just to upload their stuff to podcasts, and it's like... And if you, like, cancel your subscription at any time, they remove everything from all the platforms, which is trash. I'm not trying to do any of that. So, anyway, soon enough, these should be on Spotify. I don't know how long it takes to do that. I think it's also going to be on Apple Podcasts or something. So, hopefully that excites some of you. Look out for it. I don't even know if I'll know when they go on Spotify because I don't even know how to go on Spotify. I've never listened to a song on Spotify. Someone like showed me my Spotify the other day. They were like, yeah, you have like a million plays on this song. I'm like, wow, that's crazy. I had literally no idea. Anyway, so today what we're going to talk about is a continuation from yesterday's discussion. Don't SMH at me. No, SoundCloud is expensive as well. I uh, That's like $15 now for a membership. Screw that. Um, anyway, today's conversation is a continuation of yesterday's conversation when we were talking in here together about whether or not morality is objective. And if you haven't listened to that conversation, I encourage you to do so. But you don't need to do that at the moment. Um, because I will briefly summarize for you. Go back and listen to it later if you want. Because really what I wanted to do today is continue yesterday's discussion partially by clarifying some of the arguments and the decisions that motivated them because isn't this the fun of philosophy? So much of philosophy is about positing arguments, going back, and explaining and reinforcing why you made such arguments, clarifying the terms of such arguments, and how they become transformed as you continue with your arguments. So, I love it. So basically, yesterday when we were talking about whether or not morality is objective, I put forth that the first thing anyone, I think, must do when having such a discussion, is define the terms of our argument. And in a question like, 
is morality objective, the terms that need to be defined are both morality and objective. And we were talking about what these words mean and also how ultimately all of these discussions and all of philosophy is really just language games, shout out Wittgenstein. So I started to talk about why, but I don't think I really clarified why. And I want to share with you why I make certain decisions when talking about these things, you know. So if somebody asks me, is morality objective? I said yesterday, I don't, I would not put forth on my own in some conversation unprompted that morality is objective. But when confronted with the question, is morality objective? I often say something to the effect of yes. And the reason I do this is because I think that Contextually, you know, the definitions of all of these words and concepts are always changing based on the context, you know. So if someone asks me, is morality objective? And we talked about this yesterday. I, in my head, first define and define for my interlocutor what exactly is meant by these terms, you know. I know what they mean. What are they really asking me when people say, is morality objective? What is being asked? Does anyone in the audience have any input here? What do you think is being asked? By the way, apologies for yesterday. I didn't see that people were talking in the chat for the longest time. I called you all cowards and such. I apologize. I didn't mean it. (laughs) And I can see you typing in here now, so that's great. But what is being asked by this question when people say, is morality objective? I think that it's kind of obvious, right? And the obviousness is revealed partially by the kind of dissent I encounter when I say a thing like, yes, (laughs) to this question. Because if you say morality is objective, then people... As you continue these discussions, and we talked about this yesterday, people will be like, well, you're not even talking about morality. You're talking about ethics, and you're not even doing this. You're doing that, because morality is this, and morality is that. And to all that, I say it doesn't matter. What matters is the concept, right? What is really being asked? Unraisin says, I think people be asking if you have morals. (laughs) Well, I think what people are asking when they say, is morality objective? Is I think that they're essentially asking, is there some motivating force outside of the construct of language and concepts that motivates processes of morality and how we establish them as systems. These systems that we establish to create codes of conduct for human behavior, right? Love this accent. I don't have an accent. What are you talking about? Universe brain chat. That's right. Welcome, Mike and Hawk Hugo. So, you new people, do you have any sort of input here? We're talking about how we think, well, I, I think, but I say we because we are a group and we are embarking on this thought trajectory together and I want to make sure that we can all advance from point A to point B together, leaving no man or woman or child behind. What do we think is being asked when people say, is morality objective? And shouldn't this be what we try to address with our answer? Because otherwise, we're just going to get hung up on semantics. And apart from, I think, that being not very productive, it's also just no fucking fun. I mean, have you guys ever argued with Christians about whether or not Jesus is God? It gets so boring so fast because we're not even, uh, we don't have like a platform of mutual agreement that we can even like really throw things back and forth at each other. Like your worldview is starkly different from my own in many ways. I mean, I would make the argument and I have made this argument many times on this channel, especially that really we 
have very similar worldviews in many ways, me and Christians, and I feel that we deviate at a very explicit point that can be traced and addressed explicitly. But it's very difficult to argue with people who are arguing with terms that, you know, um, you can't access as an individual who, you know, myself, speaking for myself, I'm an atheist. So when conversations get spiritual or metaphysical, I, I can't, I can't argue with it. So if the question is, is morality objective, depending on how we define morality, uh, well, this can, this can, we can either get stuck in a loop here where we're going to talk endlessly about whether or not morality is a metaphysical system and a conceptual framework that relies on a metaphysical concept, or I'm just going to say yes so we can advance this argument. I mean, I feel personally that it's strategic. This is part of why I answer yes, morality is objective or could be understood that way if you want it to be. Because I don't want to sit here and argue with you fucking Christians about whether or not there's some metaphysical forces at play motivating the forces of good and of evil. You understand? Someone says, am I drinking alcohol every time Buttress is live? I hope not. Don't do that. Personally, I'm not uh, big on alcohol. I don't like feeling stupid. This is why I have a speed addiction. Because I like to have that big brain. Big brain. So, do you guys agree with me here? Because, like I said, we don't want to leave anybody behind. I want to make sure that everyone agrees here, you know. Somebody just says, you got to finesse them into your worldview. I absolutely agree, you know. And this is part of why I say and why I wanted to clarify because I didn't feel like I did that enough yesterday. Not that it matters what I think, but I just wanted to share this with you in case it betters any of your own worldviews and you find it helpful. That I think that when you, when the other option is getting hung up on some semantics loop, that could go on forever. We all know that they do. They go on forever into infinity. I think that what is most productive and also most enjoyable for yourself, the big-brained thinker, is to just contextually try to understand what this person is asking you and address that instead. So in talking about this yesterday, we were saying that when people ask, is morality objective, I think what they're really asking is, is there some sort of criteria that exists that motivates the forces behind why we as humans across our individual cultures create our individual systems of morality that establish what is good and what is bad? And I personally believe that yes, we do. And this is what people, this, this then I've, I've now realized now leads us into another semantics argument where when I say these things, people say, well, you're just talking about ethics. And again, like I said yesterday, I don't understand. I have yet to be confronted with a reason why morality and why ethics should be understood differently in common usage. Now, if you have some sort of complicated philosophy that wants to make some sort of meaningful distinction between the two go right ahead I don't personally see the usefulness in doing such a thing and I actually just looked up the definition of morality because I'm curious um when oh, I closed out of the window so let's look it up again let's ask the dictionary my brothers my sisters to make sure that we are doing the right thing and the righteous thing because we are warriors of righteousness. Morality. A noun. Principles concerning the distinction between right and wrong or good and bad behavior. To me, I see nothing in this definition that suggests it is needs to be understood as some sort of metaphysical framework, correct? Now, the second definition, oh, I see another definition here, and I think this hints at the meat of the problem. It says, 
A particular system of values and principles of conduct, especially one held by a specified person or society. So here we see, I think, how in common usage, this word morality does have a tinge, an affect of it being encouraged to be understood as some sort of a subjective type concept like my individual morality my individual morals and sense of right or wrong so I understand this but like I said if I'm arguing with some rando I don't even want to grant them this it's not necessary that this concept is understood as only a subjective phenomenon now let's look up the word ethics Oh, 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 game changer. Are you ready? Are you ready for this? Ethics. Eth oh, I got a lisp. Ethics. Ethics. A noun. Moral principles that govern a person's behavior or the conducting of an activity. Wow. What the fuck? I'm sorry. Let's read this again. Moral principles that govern a person's behavior or the conducting of an activity. Moral principle. So what the fuck is a moral principle then? I mean, this is why, <laughs> this is why I use these terms interchangeably. I mean, do they not? They're practically identical. But then the second definition that we're given here. I think, again, hints at what's going on and why there is any sort of conflict here between the two terms and why some people believe that a distinction is necessary. Number two, the branch of knowledge that deals with moral principles. And I think that this is sort of well understood in like common language. This idea that ethics is regarded almost more as like an academic school of describing morality you know and maybe ethics is supposed to be the more objective unaffected neutral handling of such concepts you know but again i mean i feel like they're practically practically the same thing and like i said yesterday if somebody asks you is morality objective i think that honestly they've already defined morality for you because if morality is defined only as something that's strictly metaphysical then you're basically asking is this metaphysical thing objective but can any metaphysical concept be understood as objective no that's why it's called metaphysical right so if someone asks you is morality objective they're almost positing already for you that it is not a metaphysical concept. So I feel they've already defined morality for you. There's no point to even sit and get caught up in semantics here, you know. Otherwise, what is the basis for this question? Do you want to talk about whether or not any metaphysical concept can be understood as objective? Because we could talk about that shit. What do you guys think? Can anything described as metaphysical be understood as objective? My instinct here. I would have to sit and think on this further. But my instinct here is to say, no, of course not. Because isn't this the definition of metaphysical? Things that are not beholden to any sort of principles that could be considered objective, even hypothetically. Even though objective, true objectivity in the most hypothetical sense, hyperbolic sense of the word, is not achievable. But, but, but. What would even be the point of using a word like objective unless it has an applicable concept? We understand what people mean when they say objective, right? I think people abuse the term and have really poor understandings of what it means or could mean. But if you use the word, I mean, I understand what they're trying to say. And this is what the concept exists for. No concept is really perfect or exists even, you know. 
we only use concepts and language to try to describe what we're experiencing to other people and establish some sort of relative relationship to each other founded on mutual understanding. Let's look up the word metaphysical while we're in the dictionary. Oh, come on. Metaphysical. Adjective. Relating to metaphysics. Motherfucker, you know what? What's metaphysics? <laughs> metaphysics, a noun. The branch of philosophy that deals with the first principles of things, including abstract concepts such as being, knowing, substance, cause, identity, time, and space. Second definition, and this really gets at what I was just saying, Abstract theory with no basis in reality. Aha, bitch. So I feel very validated in what I was just saying. <laughs> that if somebody asks you, is morality objective? They're already defining morality for you as something that is not metaphysical. Otherwise, they would not be asking this question. Because as we know now, as people who have just read the dictionary together, metaphysical... <laughs> describes metaphysics metaphysics meaning abstract theory with no basis in reality which by definition cannot be objective so any input here because like i said yesterday i can see why um you know especially in philosophy which is language games why these sorts of distinctions that present themselves as entirely arbitrary in everyday conversation can be useful. But even in philosophy, I would say, I, I, would, I don't see a purpose in doing this. And part of why I do this too, like I said, it's strategic. I want to manipulate others into seeing things the way I see them. So I feel like I need to almost be subversive. I have to enter the argument on your terms to snatch you and bring you over to the dark side. <laughs> you feel me? So. Oh, <laughs> unraisin. Moral is not objective, smiley face. What is meant by this, unraisin? What mean you? I believe in the universe and vibes. Well, I mean, I want to know from you guys. Do, do we have anyone? Does anyone disagree? Even if you agree with what I'm saying, you think it sounds reasonable, whatever. You understand why I'm saying what I'm say saying. Do you guys believe that morality is a thing that is rooted in a metaphysics? Do you believe anything is rooted in a metaphysics personally just as i don't even agree with with any reason that could be made for why we even need to have a system of morality this is part of why i refuse to use it as some metaphysical concept because i want to abolish that definition which was the second one listed if you remember that we just read from the dictionary a minute ago the the first listed definition of morality doesn't even hint at it needing to be understood as something that is explicitly subjective. So if it's already leaning towards this, getting away from a thing that's understood as purely subjective, then I'm just going to help it along that process. I don't want morality to be understood as a subjective term because I think that people abuse that idea. I mean, not even in a way that's malicious, but I think it can be almost considered to be self-harm in many ways. The way people believe that good or evil or right or wrong are just some forces suspended in the fucking ether and just influencing us by way of some spiritual hocus-pocus bullshit. Like, don't kill people. <laughs> Don't kill your dad. <laughs> Ryanide says it has to be objective for people to even rely on it for decision making, right? 
like it's subjective in the sense that everyone has their own perspective the concept of morality which is what i think we're talking about is objective well again this is where language games i think and i want to know what you think ryan eyed this is where the language games get really complicated right because when we're talking about things like objectivity like we've already said and i think everyone in here agrees please tell me if you don't but i think we all probably agree that a true objectivity objectivity defined as the state of things doesn't really exist in actuality you know it's a concept and it's a concept we created with the purpose of having some sort of usefulness which is why we've decided here to go ahead and use it even if we think it doesn't exist in the most hyperbolic sense of anything but i have already stated i don't really ever even use the word and this is why i wouldn't even you know spontaneously say morality is objective because i don't i don't like that language i don't like the word i think it's only good really as a hypothetical i think it's a great concept that has much usefulness but it really only demonstrates the most usefulness as a hypothetical thing that does not exist in actuality, you know? And I think it has the most usefulness in philosophy. But I think in this discussion, like we said, we're defining these terms contextually. I think here, yes, objective means that there are there is criteria that everyone is beholden to as an individual that establishes this code of conduct in some fashion and like we were saying yesterday again if you haven't listened to that discussion i encourage you to do so like, like we were saying yesterday i believe and i think many others agree please tell me if you don't that although ethics and morality are both conceptual man-made uh systems that establish code of conducts for human behavior all concepts are conceptual and oh yeah i just lost my train of thought oh yes <laughs> all concepts are conceptual all words don't exist in actuality we use them to describe our experience and this experience is rooted in natural phenomena this natural phenomena of existing as a biological being in the natural world and i believe very much that what motivates us to even come up with a concept or a word to describe some code of ethics or morality and why it should be established. I believe that this is rooted in natural phenomena, the natural phenomena of empathy, which I believe is a physiological process. It's not a justification, you know. We justify empathy after the fact. You see a helpless dying person as you, maybe you are a pre-language human, you know. I don't think that cavemen saw their fellow man injured by the saber-toothed tiger after this bloody, brutal altercation and felt nothing. I believe they felt empathy. Empathy is physiological. But then we create language. We create a word, empathy. We create more words to come up with a definition to describe the concept of empathy. We create justifications after the fact. That's kind of how language works in general. Language follows experience. The things that motivated us to create language are rooted in reality. Pretty much every word I'm saying is rooted in reality, right? Listen to me as I speak. Doesn't every word I am saying have some sort of corollary relationship to natural phenomena? Does any word or concept exist that describes something not born from the human experience? No! KJ says, Morality wouldn't necessarily exist if all life ended, but it is not man-made. I mean, I bet even dinosaurs had some sense of rules and morals. I agree with you, KJ. Because um, like I was just saying, I think morality is a man-made concept that describes natural phenomena. 
and yesterday we were talking about this, we gave the example of colors like red. Red is a man-made concept, but what it describes is rooted in our physical reality because what it describes, right, is our individual experience of this color or what we experience as color as distinct from other colors, right? Red is a thing I experience. I experienced red first and then we came up with a concept for it. And my concept of red is actually entirely subjective. And so is yours and so is everybody's. But when we externalize these concepts and use them together, you know, they become, they take on more relative characteristics. And the variables that influence our relationships to these terms, to each other, to each other's understanding of these terms, how these terms become transformed in every new context, this is, this is just infinite and so variable. I think the same is true for morality, but that at baseline, what the impetus was for creating morality is rooted in physiological phenomena just like you said you think dinosaurs even practice some sort of empathy towards each other and I think that I would absolutely agree we were talking about animals yesterday and the fact that inter intraspecies murder is so rare it happens sure but the disparity between how many animals murder within their own species versus how many murder outside of their species especially when you consider species that do kill a lot of other species when you compare those numbers to how much they kill members of their own species the disparity is enormous so you would think it seems reasonable to rationalize that what makes us not desire to kill our fellow man is rooted in our biology KJ says, killing is not good. When you take a life, you take that person's impact they made or would have made. Hmm. That's interesting. Um, I don't know how I feel about that. How do you guys feel about that? Because I will agree with you on this first point that killing is not good. But I only believe that killing is not good because... I, as an individual member of the human species, have decided that it makes more sense for my own survival. And also, I don't feel like I want to kill other people, you know. I don't feel like I desire to do this. So I don't think killing is good. I don't wish to be killed, you know. But when considering things like somebody's potential impact, I don't think it really even influences what can be said here necessarily. I think that's a whole different argument. And I think it's a really interesting argument. But I would say it's part of an entirely different discussion. It doesn't even need to be said, you know. I think killing is not good because killing is not really natural. But it is, it is natural, I think, in many instances. Like... You know, uh, I don't think killing even even to murder somebody outside of a society like let's think about humans before they form civilization. I don't think that every act of murder, even an act of murder that I might consider immoral in this man-made construct of morality and society that we now live in in 2019. I don't know if I would think that they really are held to the same criteria, you know. KJ, humans especially shouldn't kill. We know truly the impact it would make, so why is killing random deer and animals still a thing? Are you the person who was asking the other day about killing for sport and not for food? Um, because, you know, I would say that, and I have a discussion on here, if you're interested, because I talked about it for a while, in the upload about vegetarianism, I talked extensively about how I feel about this, which is that I don't think that animals really factor into our morality in a meaningful way. The only way our relationship to animals, I think, really bears the most impact on how we establish our morality and ethics, 
I think, is the extent to which our relationship with them can negatively impact or positively benefit ourselves. You know, my morality and my ethics is very selfish if you consider like all the species in the world. But I don't I don't think that's a problem because I think that my biology as a human is really in many ways hardwired to promote above all else my own survival and the survival of my fellow man and woman and child. My fellow humans. Um so I don't I don't I put humans first always, you know. And this is why if I see a school bus heading for a both a small child and a hundred baby ducks, I am going to push the small child out of the way instead of find some shovel <laughs> to shovel the hundred baby ducks out the road, you know. And I think that that's that's moral of me. I think that it's moral of me because morality is man-made and it centers humans and the well-being of our species and our species alone. But I would say that being kind to animals, I think, is also more moral because being kind to animals, I think, positively impacts our own psyche, you know? I think that being unnecessarily cruel or malicious or violent to other living beings and even, like, plant life, being just, like, generally reckless and violent towards your surroundings, I think that that harms us as humans and this is why I say it's immoral I don't think it's immoral in and of itself to even like chop a baby <laughs> chop a puppy's head off I don't think that it's immoral but in and of itself but I think it's immoral because I would be inflicting violence upon myself too why am I subjecting myself to this kind of behavior why am I going to normalize it within my own psyche am I some sort of fucking sociopath Probably. If I did that, yes, probably. And this is why I think a lot of serial killers get their start, like, chopping off fucking baby animals' heads and shit. KJ, but wouldn't you say that endangering species is something that humans should interfere with against? Well, I mean, that's a pretty broad question, but I would probably agree with you generally. Um, but for the reasons that I just described, you know, I think that we should care about the earth and our surroundings and these other species because I think that this is good for all of us as humans. I think it's good for humans. If there was a species that was targeting and destroying humans, I would um, think that it would be moral or not, <laughs> not moral or immoral if we were to completely wipe them off the face of the planet. Assuming, of course, this doesn't like greatly throw off our ecosystem or something. You know, when, would you say you agree with that? What if there was a species that seemed to serve no purpose except to contribute to our human destruction? You know, what do we do with this species? If we were to wipe them off the face of the planet, do you think that would be wrong? Do you feel like we have to preserve some of them in some zoo or something? Is it our responsibility because maybe they don't understand the something something? But I don't feel this way at all. Like, I feel like, I feel like to do this almost, <laughs> this probably sounds ridiculous, but I don't care, fuck you. I feel like to do something like that would almost be like infantilizing other species in a way that I think contributes to this general attitude we've already come to hold against with other animals that I think is really harmful. We treat animals like they're a bunch of fucking morons, right? And they're stupid and they're our little friends and we have to help them. And this is part of why we capture them and put them in zoos and decide you're stupid. I'm going to eat you. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I don't feel this way about other animals at all. I personally feel very competitive with other animals. Steven. Steven, I'm watching you, bitch. Love you, Steven. Steven's my pet bunny. He's under the bureau right now looking at me like a little fucking freak. Love you. Um, I think that other animals have their own intelligence. And I think intelligence. And I think in some ways... You wouldn't call it this, obviously, because as far as we know, they haven't established concepts like morality for themselves to talk about on YouTube together or whatever the fuck. But they also have their own system of ethics 
in which they are the centered, you know? Like, I don't hold it against any gorilla or tiger or lion that decides to kill us. I think they should want to kill us. Look at what we're doing to them. We're the species that I was just talking about in this hypothetical scenario that is just like hellbent on destroying every other species. I don't blame any other species for trying to wipe us out, you know? I don't think that they would, I don't think we even deserve to try to explain ourselves. Like, I didn't know, I'm trying. Like, no, fuck me. If a tiger shows up, if a bear shows up, dude, honestly, fair game. Like, my species is such a plague on all of your species. You want to kill me? Like, I totally understand. I'm sorry you feel that way, but you know what? I get it, and I'm proud of you. You should be the center of your own worldview, bear, that's about to kill me. That's good. This is why I don't really like interacting with dogs too much. Because dogs, like, we we treat them like they're our fucking servants. And we're always like, oh, look how nice. Dogs are better than people. They just, like, love us no matter what. It's like, uh, yeah, because we bred them to be a bunch of fucking Stepford wives. It makes me uncomfortable. Like, why do you love me? Go be free, dog. Humans are terrible to you. We just fucking breed you and put you in houses. And then we fucking kill you if you bite a child at a birthday party. Like, that was pulling your ear. Like... We're terrible to dogs, and we breed them to be fucking, yeah, Stepford wives. Like, it's like some get out shit. Like, dude, I hate it. I do, I really hate our relationship with dogs, you know. Of course, dogs are great. Like, I think they are great companions, and they're nice. Like, you know, I can only, I can only feel (laughs) so negatively, but it just doesn't feel right. It almost feels like you're interacting with a bunch of brainwashed organisms. KJ, ISIS thinks they are being moral. Well, maybe they are. (laughs) I mean, ISIS is an extreme example. I, uh, the way that they treat, um, people in their own factions is kind of crazy. Like, what was that story that came out earlier today? Not today. This year, they, like, beheaded, like, a hundred women that were in ISIS and, like, put their heads in drawers. ISIS, I don't know what the fuck you're on. But, I mean, uh, I don't know. Like, I don't think that they really believe that a thing like beheading others is moral, necessarily. But their mission, maybe in the most general sense, you know, like, to, I don't know. I don't know. Who knows what ISIS, I don't know what's going on. Haven't checked the ISIS <laughs> news lately, but, you know, to destroy the Western world or whatever. I mean, isn't this our mission as well towards them? Our mission is to destroy ISIS. ISIS's mission is to destroy us. Like, I wouldn't say, I would say that you're both fucking stupid. What the fuck are you fighting about? A bunch of bullshit. But, you know, I mean, the West definitely did ask for this. You can't go into a certain countries just completely fuck up their infrastructure for decades give them all sorts of trouble and then expect that of course like young kids growing up seeing their parents fucking die as civilian casualties in these wars over fucking oil and money and shit of course these kids are going to grow up and be like fuck you my mission is to destroy you of course i don't hold it against these people you know I think ISIS is an extreme example, though, because I think some of what they do is, like, incredibly violent and fucked up. I wouldn't say that they think they're being moral, just like I don't think Ted Bundy thought that what he was doing was moral, you know. I don't think that's true. I think even if Ted Bundy rationalized within himself, like, I am broken and this is my physiological physiology I need to kill I don't think Ted Bundy if you asked him would be like yes I did the right thing I fulfilled this impulse I think the same is likely true for ISIS you know because that's an extreme example that like you know they they do pretty fucked up shit but like let's let's like apply that concept to something less inflammatory and violent you know like I don't know people in any war you know a lot of people on on both sides of these wars whatever war many of them think they are doing the right thing you know i would say as you filter and go higher and higher to the top of things you'll find more and more that there's ted bundy's out here motivating these wars and i don't think they would even tell you that it's necessarily a moral thing they're doing it because they want money or this or that resource it's not really we don't really get involved in these political conflicts and wars over moral issues That's really not 
ever been true. I mean, I can't think of one war in all of human history that was really fought to protect some virtue of something. I think maybe the closest example would be like World War II, maybe. Maybe. But even then, you know, I think it would only apply really to like the footwork and the soldiers. The soldiers out here like, I'm fighting the Nazis, they're a bunch of assholes. But the higher up you go, I don't think that people, I don't think the president was necessarily like, we need to go on this righteous crusade and save the world from the forces of evil. So. Alright, we're approaching on 45 minutes. Somebody asked, let's try to talk about this for a second. Because why not? It's loaded. What's your opinion on pedophiles? I think that this increasing normalization of pedophilia um, that hinges on this argument that we should extend empathy to things outside of people's control, I think is absolutely ridiculous and wrong and is really just patriarchy at play. Hate to be that feminist but I am like I feel like so much of what is fucked up and perverse and shit like becomes justified because men want it you know of course there's like women pedophiles or whatever but not nearly even close to the same frequency and it's just like I think like this pedophilia thing like I think it's just it's really just like another fucking force of patriarchy fighting to normalize something that men want and whatever the fuck men want you have to fucking get it right that's why we got fucking all types of disgusting ass fucking porn out here and it's just like everything's so like dude don't shame me don't kink shame me i don't think pedophilia is a natural phenomenon i'll say that too i think that people can feel naturally sec uh what, what am i saying What's the word for getting horny? <laughs> Naturally titillated by even like, you know, a child or something. But I think that if they recognize they are being titillated by a child, they better shut that the fuck off. And I understand that certain people, I think, especially when you consider that many pedophiles were the victims of pedophilia themselves, I do understand extending empathy to them in like the most hypothetical sense. You know, like that's terrible. If you really have this warped sexuality that for it seems like a lot of it came to them by way of forces way outside of their control I genuinely do feel sorry for them especially these people that were victims of pedophilia themselves like that's that's absolutely terrible but that's not reason enough for me to see any point in like mobilizing some type of movement for like normalizing it which is happening and it's happening at like an incredibly rapid pace and it's really fucking scary so that's my opinion on pedophiles um <laughs> what's that anime porn that is sketches of kids how come that is acceptable i just told you why it's acceptable it's acceptable the same reason underage is like the most search category on a thing like Pornhub and why Pornhub continues to be not shut down even though there's so much proof of sex trafficking that has happened because of their website and you know recently they found a girl that had been missing a 15 year old girl via uh, uploads from Pornhub I believe there was like over 50 of her it's the same reason that those sites won't get shut down and people will still continue to defend them. It's the same reason that people will act absolutely flabbergasted and clutch their fucking pearls when you suggest that you don't think porn should even be a thing that exists on, like, the general web. Like, I think you should have to pay for it or something, you know? It shouldn't, or, like, make it behind... I don't know, dude. I, I don't believe in censorship at all. Even whatever I say about all this stuff, I don't believe in censoring porn. You're never going to stop people from making it. But it has never been so popular. And that's because we insist on normalizing things that really, I think, just like 
you know, at baseline, men want. I mean, women enjoy porn too, but I think that women's sexuality has also become incredibly warped in the face of what kind of content uh, is popular in pornography. I mean, when you only have so much to choose from, of course, like your your own sexuality is going to become warped and your understandings of what sex is and what is required of you, what you should enjoy and what you actually come to enjoy by way of participating in these behaviors. I mean, I'm not trying to infantilize anybody, but like Stockholm syndrome is real. You know, this is how it works. People come to love their oppressors and people love to people come to love being abused. Like I'm definitely not uh, the exception from this. Like I've also experienced this in matters of sexuality, but I'm not going to get deep into my sex life or anything. I'm going to suck my own dick. That's what I'm going to do. Kink shaming needs to come needs to make a comeback, says bathroom tile. Absolutely agree. Shame those motherfuckers. If anyone tells you you're kink shaming or whatever, say fuck them. You know what? I noticed though, I have to say, I'm feeling sort of positive amidst all this stuff. I think that it's becoming so bad, so disgusting. There is so much fuck shit out there that people are be- are beginning to wake up and be like, what the fuck is going on? This is not okay. It's not okay that if I see like rape porn or something and I'm like, what the fuck? Get this out of my face. People are like, stop kink shaming. Like what, bitch? Fuck you. I'll say whatever the fuck I want. And people who are out here like, um, I'm not even going to go into that. But like, it, bro, kink shame all you fucking want. You heard it from me here. Buttress is pro kink shaming. Cancel me. You're all a bunch of fucking pedophile enablers, women abusers. Y'all can suck my dick. It ain't right. Ain't natural. It's immoral. Uh, 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 uh. All right, I'm out of here. I'm not turning this into a discussion of sexuality and such. If you want, I hope you use everything that we've been discussing here together to think further on these other issues and how these concepts we established earlier about objectivity and morality can help you (coughs) excuse me as you go about forming your own opinions on these infinite social variables anyway i love all you hoes yeah bitch suck my dick love you all i'll speak to you all later goodbye